August 1st of 2009. The driver of the company vehicle I was in had an epileptic seizure and rolled the van. Woke up in the hospital a couple weeks later, tubes in me. My doctor said, welcome to your new life. And it took me about two years to recover. I went from 21 pills a day, down to 10, down to Percocet. And I kept getting prescriptions, and after a while, my doctor said no more. I crashed. It took me a month, two months maybe, to get completely over it. Because Percocet's a really good drug, a really bad drug, actually, when you get up there. Because if you just had a little twinge, you get the pain, and then I crashed. And she put me on ibuprofen, which was a good thing. But it, I mean, I just laid in bed and shook for weeks. I had friends who came over to make sure I eat. She used to bring soup every day to make sure I ate. And she said, we were scared. They were very scared. She thought, I didn't know what to do. And the doctor said, just let her go because she has to get over it. But it was scary. It scared me. I was never so scared in my entire life than that. Like I said, I took it for just a twinge. I never went back to it or anything else, and I've been on ibuprofen ever since. So it goes back to that. Hi, this is Dave Peterson, and this is Heroin Truth. Leave a question for the show or book a personal consultation at 719-470-2929 or visit my website at intrepidinterventions.com to leave a typed message. If you'd like to offer a comment or ask a question, please send a voice memo or email to herointruth at gmail.com. Should we start by introducing you? Uh, sure. My name is Nikki. Um, grew up in Texas. Pretty typical, normal childhood. Relatively boring. Um, trying to think. I think it was it was eighteen or nineteen when you know I was first introduced to any kind of drug or anything. Started off relatively normal, you know, a little bit of pot here, there, you know, whatever. What sort of group was that introduced with? Uh, it was actually an ex-boyfriend. We were dating at the time, you know. But my mom had always told me, you know, hey, stay away from me. He's not good. Being the rebellious person I am, didn't listen to her. Uh, then I just never really... Quit, you know, everything just started getting worse and worse and heavier and heavier, you know. Then I, when I was like 20, 
21, 22, uh, decided to clean up because my current boyfriend, who uh, later became my husband, uh, didn't approve. He really just hated that. So I, uh, with his support, <clears throat> I sobered up. Uh, we got married, had two kids. Things fell apart again, and I turned right back to drugs. And um, ended up losing everything because of that. Uh, my family, my support circle, my home, everything. Uh, sorry. Found myself in a completely different town with really no one. And uh, was blessed with a wonderful mentor who helped me get sobered up again, you know, and clean. Uh, and that was eight years ago next month. And looking back now, I, I don't regret the decision to get clean. I'm actually a much better, stronger person for that. Um, I have a wonderful circle of friends now and a support, really good support group. When, when I decide to open up to them, which is another really difficult thing. I'm, it's hard for me to open up to people because, mm. of, yeah, totally different. Anyway, um, things are looking better uh, with, this is going to sound so rude, but with marijuana being my drug of choice, you know, as harmless as it is, you know, but with what it does to me, I don't like it anymore. Uh, with it being legal here, that's another really touch and go thing because our neighbors downstairs, all they do is smoke and it flaps oh, up. Yeah. And, but I have absolutely no desire to go back to where I was. And that's my driving factor. You know? uh, I actually still have very good contact with my former uh, NA mentor and well, actually both of them and uh, you know anytime there is even the slightest bit of hey you know let's just go back uh, I know I can call them up at any time and be like hey you know I need some help mm. how did you how do you build uh, a support group uh, with me, it was basically forced on me, um, honestly. Uh, my mentor's like, hey, do this or you're out of this program. Uh, I started off with the minimal requirement of NA meetings twice a week, I think it was. And then the more I got comfortable with them, I was going every day. And... Uh, <clears throat> Sometimes a mentor just falls into your lap, sometimes they don't, you know, sometimes you're assigned one. I was lucky enough to have, which is very uncommon, because usually your mentor is a female. 
I'm not that comfortable opening up to females. Mm. So I approached Ian, who was my first mentor, and I was like, hey, you know, a girl's not going to (laughs) work, you know. So he became my mentor and uh, the first member of my support group. Then the more I opened up to friends and family that, you know, I hadn't pushed away before, uh, you know, they just, it's usually just friends and family and people that you trust within the group that, you know, you feel like you can, hey, I need help, you know. Uh, Sometimes for people it's hard. It really is. Um, Because me, I'm about the most antisocial person you will ever meet. Mm. So it was, it took me about seven or eight months before I, you know, decided, hey, I need a support circle. I cannot do this on my own. Uh, then it took me about another two months to start actually opening up to people enough to let them help me. Uh, but that's the first, honestly, that's the first step. Admit that you need help and then just find people that you know and trust. Uh, specifically, but not all the time, it's easy to, uh, find someone who is a recovering addict. Because they know where you're, you know, they know where you're coming from. They've been there themselves. <clears throat> and, you know, they're going to be the ones that can help you the most. Uh, like I said, I was fortunate enough to have Ian and Stephanie, and, uh, who was my second mentor later on. And I have Corey and uh, a couple other friends who aren't you know, recovering, but never even touched anything. The gay girls. Mm. <laughs> you know, they're good, too, because, yeah, they don't know where you're coming from, but they're still supportive. And that's the most important part for a circle, in my opinion, is people that are supportive and willing to help you through this. Thank you for listening to Heroin Truth, and thanks to Ron Wallace for the use of his song, Enjoy. Heroin Truth is the product of Dave Peterson and me, Forrest Alvarez. If you want to support this show, visit patreon.com slash herointruth.